When he does things like that, what he is basically saying is, I know what I'm doing is wrong, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, the things that these guys have going for them, in the worst possible sense of that phrase, is that they're all smarter than Donald Trump. Um, and they all believe that they could basically take his movement and apply it to their own political fortunes and do with it what they, they would like in service to their own ambition. I'm Sarah Fetsky. This is St. Louis on the Air. Just one week ago, Senator Josh Hawley was considered a rising star in the Republican Party. The 41-year-old was the Senate's youngest member and was thought to have presidential ambitions for 2024. Then came Hawley's objection to the certification of the Electoral College vote. And yes, that clenched fist salute to the pro-Trump mob that would soon storm the Capitol. Now the junior senator from Missouri has become a pariah to colleagues and the target of a campaign by the Lincoln Project. The political action group is run by current and former Republican strategists, all of them anti-Trumpers. They dropped their first ad against Hawley last week. Hey, Senator Hawley. Traitor. There's a word you may have heard of. Scumbag. Snake. Criminal. Sedition. Sedition. We don't use that word much these days. We haven't had to. Making treason great. But you and your pals are doing your best to bring the word back with a seditious plot. Band of fools. It's a move that will delight President Trump and rankle Republican leadership. Hawley says he will object when Congress convenes to certify the Electoral College vote next week. Overturning a free and fair election to keep a defeated president in office illegally? For that. That looks really bad, Senator. Rather rule in a dictatorship than serve in a democracy, Josh. And that is the Lincoln Project's new ad against Senator Josh Hawley. Joining us today to talk about it is Reed Galen. He's a co-founder of the Lincoln Project. Reed, welcome. Thanks for having me. So, Reed, was Josh Hawley in the Lincoln Project sites before last week last week's events? So, I would say yes is the answer. Um, we always knew that Hawley was one who would be on the inside track, or at least believe himself to be on the inside track of the 2024 Republican presidential nomination. And much like Cruz, Ted Cruz of Texas and Tom Cotton of Arkansas, um, the things that these guys have going for them in the worst possible sense of that phrase is that they're all smarter than Donald Trump uh, intellectually. Um, and they all believe that they could basically take his movement and apply it to their own political fortunes and do with it what they they would like in service to their own ambition. And so he was he was someone we'd had our eye on, but certainly he's uh, he's squarely, uh, you know, front and center now. And so what is that going to mean for him to be front and center? Is this going to be uh, a prolonged attack? Well, listen, it will the the effort will take as long as it needs to for Josh Hawley to either do the honorable thing, which is resign his seat, uh, we shouldn't expect that, or for his colleagues in the United States Senate to vote to expel him. But one way or the other, Josh Hawley no longer, if he ever did, deserve uh, the public trust. He certainly no longer does. So he has said about all the events of last week that he was just raising questions, that he was speaking on behalf of Missouri voters who just weren't sure about all this. And, you know, senators do have the right to challenge these certifications. He was following procedure. How do his actions cross the line into sedition? Because here, because I'll tell you why, because the alter, the underlying thrust of his argument is fundamentally and intellectually dishonest. He knows, first and foremost, that Donald Trump won Missouri, 
And he knows that despite dozens of legal challenges to, um, you know, uh, Joe Biden's win in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Georgia, wherever it might be, not one iota of evidence of election fraud has come into play, has been has been verified. And so what Holly has done has intentionally said, I believe that this process is unfair, uh, that I believe that it is illegitimate. And when he does things like that, what he is basically saying is, I know what I'm doing is wrong, but I'm going to do it anyway. Does he have the right to do things? Sure, we all have the right to do things. But as my dad likes to say, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. Hmm. So you've said um, you'd like to see him expelled. I know our new congresswoman, that's Cori Bush, um, she is trying to lead an effort to do that. Do you see that gaining traction in Congress? Um, I would say this, is that, you know, if, you know, there'll be 50 members, Democratic members of the United States Senate here in the next few days, uh, it would take another 17 Republicans to expel Holly, 67 votes to expel him. Uh, I believe that there are probably 17 Republicans who would love to see Hawley and Ted Cruz gone because they are now an enormous headache uh, to their efforts, whatever they might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, M- Mitch McConnell can have no love for him because he specifically defied McConnell's uh, admonishment not to go through with this process. And so do I think it'll be an easy vote? No, but I, vent- I, I, I would venture to say that it is a real possibility. Hmm. Well, so Hawley's actions, um, he seems to have the support of a good chunk of Missouri voters. I don't want to say that a majority supports him, but he certainly has, you know, there's some traction for these ideas here. Is there a possibility that by coming after him like this, you could just um, give more fuel to his sense of victimhood and allow him to turn this to make himself, you know, the elites are coming after him? Uh, He could, but that would be ironic coming from him, given his Stanford Harvard, St. Paul's, Oxford background. This is not a guy who is a man of the people. He never has been and he never will be, right? This is a shiny intellectual who wants to prey upon what he believes to be the stupidity of average Missourians and average Americans. And I think that what you're ultimately going to find out is that he is, he is probably, as he has been most of his life, too clever by half. Hmm. Uh, I mean, this is a guy who, as Simon and Schuster made a business decision not to publish his book, leaned back on a fraudulent argument about the First Amendment. Josh Hawley clerked for John Roberts at the Supreme Court. He is a constitutional attorney. If he doesn't understand the First Amendment, or if he believes that we don't understand the First Amendment, then he believes that we're just too stupid to figure out what it is he's got going on. And I don't think voters writ large, whether they're Republicans, whether or not they're Trump supporters, Democrats, or independents, are going to fall for it. Um, and so from my perspective, he's no victim. Right. And, and it's I always find it ironic, especially as a former Republican, how many Republicans who, you know, have, you know, wanted to see, you know, liberals cry or, you know, you know, you know, don't I don't care about your feelings now fall back on this sort of snowflake mentality when public opinion turns against them. It was kind of interesting. You know, he, he finally came out. I believe it was last night he went on Tucker Carlson's show and he seemed to just be really hung up on this book deal. Do you think this is going to play badly for him that, that he just this is the thing he wants to talk about when everybody else is talking about these terrible events at the Capitol, this this officer who lost his life? Yeah. And yes. And, and two things on that front. One, yes, because you have to understand that he's not upset about the book deal on a First Amendment platform. He's upset about the book deal because it, it was it, it is a further speed bump to his own uh, agenda and his own um, 
you know, his own ambition. Mm-hmm. And so he's not upset about it on First Amendment grounds. He's upset about it on political and personal grounds. And he's probably embarrassed as well he should be. Um, and so, you know, and here's the other thing, too. For, you know, I think in the wake of uh, last Wednesday, you know, he went off and did all the things. He sent out fundraising emails as people were storming the steps. And then it took him, I believe, more than 24 hours to say anything about the, the police officer who lost his life at mm-hmm. the Capitol, ostensibly defending him. And so this is a guy who, he is odious. He is an odious character in American political history, and I believe he'll go down as such. So I want to talk to you a little bit about how you guys operate. Um, You know, there's been a lot of talk about the fact that um, your anti-Trump ads were specifically designed to trigger the president to get inside his head. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think you succeeded with that. Are you going to try to attempt the same thing with Josh Hawley? Oh, yes, for sure. Yes. How can you do that? He's obviously, as you yourself said, he is smarter than Trump. Sure, but he's also, as we saw with the Simon & Schuster piece, he's also incredibly sensitive. Um, Because here's the thing, people who have the sort of level of elitism and and arrogance, you know, uh, that is their operating norm, believe that no one is smarter than them and no one has the right to uh, criticize them for anything, which is why I think you've seen him react so badly. We will continue, and I'm not going to give you all the tactics and plans here, but we will continue to dissect Senator Hawley and understand what it is makes him upset, and we will continue to do that until he decides that it's no longer worth the effort um, to serve as a United States senator and to make sure that he is never, A, the Republican nominee for president, or B, president of the United States. So we heard from a lot of listeners about the fact we were going to have you on. You guys certainly have a high profile. You're very controversial. Uh, Man, and people love to talk about you guys. We got an email from Scott, and he says, thank you for what you are doing to expel Trumpism from this country, and specifically what you are doing to hold Senator Hawley accountable. As a former Republican myself, I love the bare-knuckle style with which you do combat. I have called Senator Hawley almost every day since the election, first asking him to stand for our democracy, then asking him to resign in less polite terms. I donate money to the Lincoln Project, but what else can I do? And Scott adds, also, don't forget about Roy Blunt, who just pulled a Susan Collins and said President Trump has learned from his mistakes. Spineless. Uh, Reed, what would you want to say to Scott? Uh, he's, he's looking for a way he can be helpful here. Sure. Well, first and foremost, I'd like to say thank you to Scott for his contribution and for his efforts. And what I would say is this, is that if there's one Scott in Missouri, there's 10,000 Scots. And so what I would ask him is to Get in touch with us, info at lincolnproject.us, and we will get in touch with him. There have got to be, I, I don't know how many people we have on our Facebook group in, in uh, Missouri, but I have to assume it's probably 1,000 or 2,000 people. Um, but what we have found is that, you know, and we found this in 2020, is that a very small group of dedicated people can make really big things happen in a hurry. So what I would say to Scott is reach out to us. We'll be in touch, and and we will find ways to amplify your efforts there in Missouri. Hmm. We also heard from Michael. This is also by email, and he says, Defeat Josh Mm -hmm. Hawley on all matters. I live in Missouri. There are companies in Missouri that give him lots of money. I would like to lead a boycott of those companies. Are his corporate donors fair game at this point? Absolutely. As as are all corporate donors to any Republican who objected to the counting of electoral votes last week. In fact, we've already started that. And you've seen, you know, dozens of corporations uh, already saying that, you know, they will suspend or totally cut off any contributions to those, you know, those members of Congress who went through with this farce uh, that ultimately led to, you know, no less than a riot and an insurrection on the Capitol, you know, on the Capitol. 
And so, yes, they are absolutely fair game. And let me just say this. I mean, it is not, it is not that we're, you know, happy to punish people. I don't, and that's not our job. Our job, I think, is to highlight for folks whether or not a company in the United States believes that the foundational pieces of our country are more important than their political contributions. And my guess is most companies would like to be seen by their customers, by their shareholders, and by, you know, their employees um, that they believe in the rule of law and democracy first and, you know, blatant and naked plays to power second, or even not at all. So, Reed, last question for you here today. Um, What comes next for your plans for Josh Hawley? Are we going to start seeing ads on Missouri's airwaves? You will. In fact, I think you'll start seeing them tomorrow in St. Louis. Um, and yeah, and so we'll uh, we'll be up. Uh, we'll make sure to send out a copy of the ad to everybody there in the media space in the in the area. Uh, but yeah, we will continue along all axes, um, you know, to make sure that Senator Hawley understands that his services are no longer uh, required uh, as a member of the United States Senate, and that he should. Um, I don't think he even lives in Missouri, actually, so maybe he can just go back to his townhouse in Georgetown or wherever it is and sort of watch the television and and think about what he's done. Um, I think that's the appropriate punishment for him. And you're going to stay on this until he's gone. Do we have your word on that? You do. Well, you heard it here first. Uh, Reed Galen, co-founder of The Lincoln Project, I want to thank you so much for joining us today and, and talking about your campaign against Josh Hawley. Thanks for having me. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. Thanks.